Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Merry Christmas, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. The Steelers crush. They blow out the Bengals 34-11, to beating their AFC North opponent twice this season in what's been an up-and-down Roller coaster season. Welcome into the Believe in Steelers show. I'm Mark Bergen, rolling solo, sharing my reaction to the Steelers' big win. And the question right off the bat if Kenny Pickett can play next week and is healthy, do you start Pickett? Do you start Mason Rudolph? Because Mason Rudolph tonight played his best game in a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform. Before we get too far ahead, let me tell you about today's presenting sponsor, and that's betonline.ag. They'll take care of all of your NFL gambling needs this season, over-unders, player props, spreads. Head over to betonline.ag today. We're into NFL Week 16. You can use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I would start Rudolph next week. I can't believe I'm saying this and how this has come full circle and fans clamoring for Rudolph to start and to save the Steelers season. I can't believe we've gotten to this point because everyone wanted to run him out of town in the 2019 season when he filled in for Big Ben and Ben shattered his elbow and then Rudolph got hurt. Duck Hodges came in as your fourth string quarterback because remember the Steelers traded away Josh Jobs to the Jaguars. And then Rudolph came back. He ended up getting benched for Duck Hodges. And he had the start in 2021 in the game where Ben had COVID. And he's waited and he wanted to leave Pittsburgh. Didn't get the interest he wanted to. Came back for a league minimum. And he made the most of his opportunity tonight, period. And what he did effectively was he got the ball to George Pickens, the Steelers' best playmaker, period. Four catches, 195 yards, two long touchdowns for Pickens. This is why they need to get him the football. This is why he's been so frustrated and mad because you can see what he can do with the football in his hands with only four catches tonight. Most yards a Steelers receiver has had since Antonio Brown was in a Steelers uniform. And say what you want about A.B., for that five- to six-year stretch, it's as good as any production we've had from a Steelers player. And when I talked to Ike about this and he's gone to the practices and he's been in training camp and he's telling me, look, man, George Pickens is special. Ike went against everyone from 03 to 2014. Name any stud receiver in the league. He's gone up against him. When he's telling me that George Pickens is a special player, get him the football. The two mouth guards tonight, one red, one green. If it worked tonight, I don't want that to be a tell to say, oh, it's a running player. Oh, it's a passing play. Why he had two mouth guards tonight, I don't really get. But what Rudolph did is they got the ball into the hands of his best playmaker. And I want you to think about one other thing, too. If Rudolph had connected on a deep pass to Deontay Johnson, he just overthrew him to ice the game, his statistics would be even better than they were tonight. 17 to 27 290 yards, two touchdowns for Mason Rudolph. Hats off to him, whether he's in Pittsburgh next year or not. If I'm the Steelers, I try to bring Mason back. Mitch Trubisky, we've gotten out with you. We can try to draft and develop a quarterback to play behind Kenny Pickett. But if Kenny Pickett's even questionable next week against Seattle, 
give Mason another shot. I know it's a one-game sample size, but he consistently got the ball into the hands of his best playmaker to make plays. The two long touchdowns show you what a dynamic player can do. And look at the celebration. Look at the body language of the players tonight. I know you can't always quantify that, but that to me told me everything. It really did. It really did. And and you credit Mason Rudolph for making the most of us. I have his opportunity and not to make excuses and to work his way back to the point where someone will pay him this offseason when he becomes a free agent. And if you're Pittsburgh, I think this was the best game we've seen from a quarterback since maybe Ben. Maybe there's a Kenny Pickett game I'm missing somewhere in there. But it's the best quarterback play we've seen, and it's the best offense we've seen from a Steelers offense in a long time. In a long, long time. Something just clicked tonight. And I thought he was decisive. I thought he threw beyond the chains when you needed to convert. There was a play where he took a bad sack, but he took chances when he needed to. He threw into a blitz. He stepped up into the pocket. Facets of playing the quarterback position that we haven't seen in a long, long time. And I want to know what you think. Do you think that the Steelers should start Rudolph again next week, play the hot hand? If Kenny Pickett can play, do you want to see Pickett back out there? And what happens if he struggles? I wouldn't rush Kenny Pickett back because I actually thought that Rudolph played very, very well and made the most of his chances tonight. And it's from the first drive, the first three drives, three drives, three touchdowns, and what you can do playing with a lead. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Other things that stuck out to me, the takeaways and the turnover battle, right? We talk about this all the time here on Believe in Steelers. Steelers get three picks, and they don't turn the ball over once. You win the turnover battle, you're going to win a lot of games. Just shy of 400 yards, 397 yards for the Steelers' offense. So winning the turnover battle is huge. Offensively, too, the Calvin Austin the third touchdown run. And let me go back to Rudolph really quickly. He runs for the first down. You know he's going to take a shot. And all of his teammates rally around him. He points for the first down down in the red zone. And the way that they rallied. And on the very next play, I think it was the very next play, where Calvin Austin takes the end round, spurred by a Jalen Warren block that was just absolutely vicious. He flattens the Bengals defender. Steelers score a touchdown, and they build their lead. And what you can do playing ahead in this league and how exciting that that was for the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight, where the offense actually showed up and fulfilled its end of the bargain because the defense is very beat up. So let me talk glass half full, glass half empty. I don't know how much time Landon Roberts is going to miss with his injury, but you have injuries now. Season ending, Cole Holcomb, uh, Quan Alexander, and now Landon Roberts. It's why they brought Miles Jack back. So it's going to be Miles Jack and Michael Walker, it looks like. Patrick Peterson making his second career start at safety with injuries to Minka Fitzpatrick. He had a pick tonight. And then we got to talk about the duo off the edge. TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith. Highsmith had a pick. That was a total mismatch by the Steelers. The Bengals' offensive tackles could not block Watt and Highsmith tonight. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I thought that was a huge advantage. Highsmith had an interception of his own. And TJ Watt just continuing to rack up sacks. 
believe he's got the NFL lead uh, lead now with like 17, maybe 18 after this game. Huge advantage, causing false start penalties, causing holding penalties, wreaking havoc in the back, uh, the backfield, turnover creation. And that's where you have distinct advantages in this game, and the Steelers get it done. Uh, I thought Dan Moore Jr. struggled up front, um, had a holding penalty, thought he struggled in one-on-ones, but it's going to happen. Um, but those were really the big observations that I had. Chris Boswell's having a career year as well. And good on Presley Harvin, the third on one of the field goals for getting the snap down. It wasn't a great snap. Presley Harvin, the third, though, I will say this too. He has really struggled consistently punting the ball well and flipping the field. He struggled with that this season. Just going to be honest from what I've seen. Let me get to a few comments. Um, Victor, Victory Asher saying Rudolph should finish out the season. Wow. Think about where we were. Think about where we were a few seasons back when everyone wanted Rudolph gone. Was it the coaching? He didn't have the same personnel. And he even says after the game, we've got a lot of playmakers. Deontay, Pickens, Allen Robinson, Fryermuth, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Calvin Austin had a touchdown tonight. Like, I'm not just trying to list off all the skilled position players, but Deontay and Najee have both been pro bowlers. Fryermuth has demonstrated the ability to win one-on-one combat catches. Allen Robinson has played at a pro bowl level uh, in his career. We know what George Pickens can do after tonight. The sum needed to equal to its parts. I still think the Steelers are going to need to make substantial changes in the offseason on the offensive side of the football. This was the first competent Steelers offense we've seen in a long time. And I credit Mason Rudolph, and it was from the very first drive, connecting with George Pickens. I will say this too. The angle that the safety took, the Bengals' safety on George Pickens' first touchdown Dax Hill, terrible angle. Just took an absolute terrible angle. George Pickens, though, is faster than he looks. He's kind of a a glider. You don't think he's going that fast and he just goes right by you. And that's what he did on the touchdown. And that those explosive plays, I think that's why you have to continue to start Mason is he's getting the ball into the playmakers of his best receiver. That sideline catch that set up the field goal, too, before the end of the first half was just terrific, too. Great body control, great concentration and catch along the sidelines. And maybe George Pickens should continue playing with two mouthpieces. I don't know. (laughs) He had a red and a green one tonight for Christmas. Um, Tomlin even says after the game, he wouldn't say who's going to start next week. I don't know if he knows Pickett will be healthy enough. Pickett just had that tightrope ankle surgery, so we'll see. Russell checking in. Let me get to Russell's comment here as I pull up comments. If you have comments while you're watching this live, drop them in the chat, please. Saying, as we all know, Coach T will make that decision on his own. Only he will know why he does what he does. (laughs) Laughing out loud, Russell, you're not lying. You are not lying about that. I think he already has an idea of what he's going to do. Why go away from Rudolph if it works tonight? I know the Steelers have the Bengals number. They moved the ball. Remember, in the first matchup, it was the first game without Matt Canada. It's the first time the Steelers had had 400 yards. Can you do this again against Seattle next week? What happens in the finale against the Ravens? Now, you're still on the outside looking in for the playoffs. You're going to need help. But in an absolute do-or-die game, you get it done at home in the final home game of your season. And you actually show flashes of what this offense 
should have been building to to this point in the season. So I'm going to take this as a Christmas gift as uh, Steeler fans. We should. Um, Jamie checking in, talking Dan Moore post this level win is feeding off bottom tank. Yeah, like, look, I'm just going to call it how I see it with my observations from the game. So I didn't think Dan Moore had a, Dan Moore had a great game today, but I thought it was a big win. You know, I'm going to be critical of the things that from I liked what I saw and then the things that stuck out to me. He didn't have a very good game tonight, at least from in my opinion. Holding penalties, one-on-ones. The Bengals have good edge rushers. You give credit to them. So that's um, – let me get to a few other regional checking in saying Mason didn't play scaredy, earn an opportunity to start next week. I think so too. I really think so too. If anyone thinks Pickett should start next week, I'd love to hear the logic. Now, if the Steelers get bounced from the playoffs, maybe you do start Pickett again because you want to see what he can do on his rookie deal, but give Rudolph an opportunity. And he made the most of that uh, tonight. He made the most of that opportunity tonight. Um, Another person checking in saying, we saw tonight that our QB wasn't scared back there. That was healthy for your team. Yeah, um, that is healthy for the team. Again, I thought he threw into the blitz. He knew when to get rid of the ball. I also thought that Rudolph knew what to do with the football. And the best way to defeat a blitz is to throw into a blitz. And then I also thought that when it wasn't there, his ability to just get rid of the ball and live to see another down. There are a lot of quarterbacks that aren't good at doing this, and they try to make the home run play. Sometimes you just live to the next down, or maybe even sometimes the next series. I thought Rudolph did a really nice job of that tonight, of let me check down when I need to. Let me throw it away and throw it in the dirt when I need to. Uh, Steven checking in, saying that on the sidelines, he think Kenny knew he lost his job with the look he had on the sidelines. The only person, I'll say this, that looked rougher than Kenny, Mitch Trubisky. They were showing a few shots of Mason talking with his teammates, obviously in great spirits. Uh, but they showed Trubisky, and Trubisky just had this stone look on his face. Uh, Steven, thanks for checking in. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays, too. Terry checking in saying, I'm starting Mason the next two games if he plays like this. I think you have to start him again uh, next week against Seattle. And this is what we're going to be talking about. You know, you love a quarterback controversy. You always love the backup. But was there anything Rudolph did tonight where it said, hey, let's not start him again next week? And especially if Kenny Pickett's got to work his way back from an injury. So I can't believe we're saying this. I can't believe this is the world that we're living in. We're Mason Rudolph uh, the day before Christmas, and I can make all the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer jokes, salvages the Steelers' season tonight. And again, you're on the outside looking in for the playoffs. It's not looking great in terms of the percentages. Steelers didn't do themselves any favors last week against the Colts, but you get it done against your division rival, and you finally saw what this offense can be when you commit to getting George Pickens the ball down the field. You don't just throw either screen passes to him or just go balls. You actually get him the ball in creative ways. And you actually had a quarterback that knew what to do with the football and can manipulate and knew what coverages the defense were playing. I I credit Mason Rudolph a lot tonight. Um, We'll see. Again, I want to know if you're watching this, if you do think Pickett should start, 
Why? What's your reasoning and rationale? And maybe the Steelers spin it to say Pickett's just not ready with the ankle yet. But then the question I have is, is then Mitch going to be your backup for the Seattle game? These are all questions we'll figure out this week. The one thing I will say with Pickett is you've got eight games now. It's not just a Sunday to Sunday. You have an extra day to rest. So you keep that in mind as well. Uh, Jamie checking in and saying Mitch and KP8 had that look. Yeah, maybe they knew. The, the body language looked different tonight from a lot of the Steelers' offensive players. And again, I said this off the top, and I think I'm going to land here. If Rudolph had connected with Deontay Johnson to put the nail on the coffin earlier in this game, it was never really close. How much better would that stat line look? Just overthrew him, and you know what? That I can shake and chalk up to this guy hasn't had the reps with the first team. He hasn't had the in-game reps to where we're into week 16 of the season. Hey, this is going to be your first start. What can you do with your opportunity tonight? And he took advantage of that. Um, Russell saying, <laughs> this is funny. Mason has been there long enough to write his own playbook. Elbow cough. Russell, I, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for checking in. Thank you for checking in. Um, Gino bringing a point up to Mason stays in the pocket, which helps our bad O-line out. He steps up into the pocket, throws the ball downfield, like concepts of what it takes to play quarterback in 2023. And maybe that picket to this point hasn't trusted his line to be stout up front, but Mason did tonight and he took shots downfield, threw the ball downfield to George Pickens. And here's the thing with Pickens too. And I know Trubisky tried to connect with him in that Colts game. Pickens mistimes his jump and it's an interception, right? But a lot of times you're going to get pass interference penalties too. So a lot of upside with the offense, but the, the defensive side of the ball, what you do with that inside linebacker position, a position that's already thin between that and the safety position. Like you try to read between the lines with what Mike Tomlin says, and you knew Fitzpatrick wasn't going to play tonight. It sounds like Minka Fitzpatrick's going to miss the foreseeable future and maybe the rest of the season with that knee injury. So we will see. And again, three takeaways. Steelers don't turn over the ball offensively. That's that's really why you have a blowout win tonight. And the Steelers offense lights it up. And they take advantage of the field positioning. And they get it done. So good on the Steelers. Next week, got Seattle. And then you close the season against Baltimore. Let me know if you think the Steelers will make the playoffs. I still don't think that they'll make it. And just looking at this right now, too, Steelers are at eight and seven. I really think they probably finish at nine and eight and miss out on the playoffs. Seattle and Baltimore. Remember, the Steelers beat Baltimore earlier this year at home on the road in Baltimore for the season finale. Both of those games are going to be tough. And Seattle's trying to fight for the playoffs as well in the NFC. So, two tough games these next two weeks. Crazier things have happened with Pittsburgh, though. There's no doubt about that. Um, thank you to all of you. Merry Christmas to all of you. I'm going to go ahead and sign off. And uh, thanks for bearing with me, too, traveling into Kansas City today. I hope all of you have terrific Merry Christmases. The Steelers winners tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals, 34-11. to 11. My name is Mark Bergen. Thanks for watching the Believe in Steelers show. We'll be back this upcoming week with Ike Taylor. Recapping this game and everything from NFL Week 16, but we've got a quarterback battle. Mason Rudolph, Kenny Pickett, who you got? We'll see as the Steelers prepare 
for the Seattle Seahawks in week 17. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'll see you next time. Take care. So long, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.